0: would you like to 10x your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed welcome to the extreme productivity podcast with new york times best-selling author and e 500 entrepreneur kevin cruz welcome 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 i'm kevin cruz and i'm sharing tips and advice from my new book 15 secrets successful people know about time management where I interviewed over 200 self-made millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, Olympians, even straight-A students at Harvard and MIT, people like that. And I boiled down all their advice into 15 things that we can all do as commoners (laughs) to achieve higher levels of productivity and less stress. That's what it's all about. So in the last episode, I gave the nine steps to cut your email time in half. And today, I'm going to share what Mark Cuban told me was his number one productivity tip. But first, I want to send you a quick start action plan that includes the one-page planning tool that millionaires use to schedule their day. All you need to do is send a text message to 44222 with the word achieve. Or head on over to the website, productivity-podcast.com. So I cold emailed Mark Cuban, asking him for an interview, told him about the book. And I said, I just want your number one secret to time management and productivity. Now, a lot of people have given me pushback about Cuban's advice. Not what he said, but just talking to billionaires about productivity advice. And specifically, you know, they say, well, listen, sure, it's easy for Mark to give this advice. You know, he's got servants and staff and presidents running his companies. You know, he's a billionaire. He doesn't have to deal with all the stuff that we need to deal with. He can boss people around and just hire more people to do more stuff. But I believe that is very limited, limiting thinking. It's really limiting thinking. Yes, billionaires like Mark Cuban have more resources than non-billionaires, but they're also managing so much more. You know, their universe is so much more complicated. In Cuban's case, you know, he owns the Dallas Mavericks, the basketball team. He owns landmark theaters. He's spending tons of time as the host of Shark Tank, one of the hosts of Shark Tank on TV. He's constantly being interviewed on TV, writing blog posts, weighing in on you know, public policy and politics. He's got a lot going on, not to mention his family and little kids. You know, he's written books. He's invested in dozens of startups. He has a lot more going on, I bet, than you or I do. So yes, he's got money to throw at problems, but it doesn't mean he doesn't have the same fundamental issue that we all have. We have 1,440 minutes in a day. How do we make the most of them and do it in a way that doesn't make us feel overworked and overwhelmed? And of all the people I contacted, I mean, I reached out to over 800 people for the book, for the research. He responded faster than any of them. 61 minutes later, after I emailed him, he got back in touch with me. I mean, this is a guy who clearly is on top of his minutes on top of his day. You know, I wasn't scheduled through multiple it, it was I was on a weekend actually <laughs> uh, as well. You know, it wasn't it wasn't multiple layers of administrative assistance. He didn't just ignore, he didn't have some complicated flow chart figuring whether to respond or not or what to take a next action or to schedule it. He responded in 61 minutes. He had that much space, that much calm in his day, and in his mind that he was able to respond right away. So what was his advice, Kevin? Stop jogging around so much and just give it to us. All right, here it is. He said, never take meetings unless someone is writing you a check. <laughs> very typical Mark Cuban, very direct, kind of funny. Uh, and the interesting thing is that this is a topic that many of the billionaires mentioned. Remember, I just have an open-ended question. Give me your number one piece of advice. Many of them talked about the evil of meetings, that you have to control time that's going into meetings because usually it's so wasteful. I mean, I'm sure you don't wish you were scheduled into more meetings, right? So here are several problems with meetings and of course, how to fix them. So the first problem is, Most meetings start late. You know, either the facilitator is uh, just lax and goofing off and not calling the meeting to order or uh, everybody's waiting for the important people to stroll in late. And it's an awful cycle, right? Because if you show up two minutes late and then sit there for 10 more minutes waiting for everyone else to get there, the next time that meeting is scheduled or that person calls a meeting, you're going to think, okay, they're not going to start for 10 minutes, so I don't need to get there. For 10 more minutes, you know, it it just gets worse and worse. The fix is simple. You know, the meetings need to start and end on time. Uh, Try to make sure people aren't scheduling meetings back to back. If you have an admin or maybe keep your own calendar, as much as possible, you know, if you have any control, leave at least a 15 to 30 minute buffer time in between meetings, just so you at least have time to get out of one and into the other and, you know, do a, a couple of quick items, uh, in between. Finally, if you're the facilitator of the meeting, you start your meetings immediately on time, whether people are there or not. And you end your meetings five minutes early. If, if, You start your meeting on time and people are walking in two minutes late, five minutes late, 10 minutes late. They're walking in and the people who are there are already having the meeting. That's gonna send them a message. And of course, if they ask that stupid question later, like, hey, what about so-and-so? And you say, oh, we talked about that in the first five minutes, but, and then you answer their question, they're going to get that message. Second big problem is the wrong people are often in a meeting. You know, the default idea seems to be When in doubt, invite them. You know, the more the merrier. Doesn't hurt to have them in the meeting. But this wastes the time of the person who was invited, who might not have the professional courage to say, no thanks, I don't want to come to the meeting. Or they might attend the meeting and feel like they need to ask questions or give input just to make their presence felt or to feel like they're contributing. And that wastes everyone else's time as well. Instead of inviting everyone possible, Change your mindset to when in doubt, leave them out. Steve Jobs was notorious for challenging people's right to be in a meeting. He would throw them out of the middle of the meeting. If he noticed somebody that was sitting there not participating and he thought, geez, why are they here? He would toss them out. Now, the third problem is most people, you know, meetings, you become a victim of what's called Parkinson's law of triviality, also known as the bike shed effect. So this law states that most organizations and people will spend the most time on trivial issues and the least time on important issues, which is very counterintuitive. And the story goes that a committee was put together to make several decisions around building and designing this big, new, expensive nuclear power plant. And the discussion and the questions and the approval of the power plant itself went very quickly. But there was going to be a bike shed on the property where people who biked to work could store their bikes. That topic, where to put the bike shed, how big the bike shed should be, uh, how many bikes should it hold, what color to paint the bike shed, that took up more time than the freaking nuclear power plant because everyone in the room thought they could handle a discussion or an idea of something like a bike shed. Everybody had an idea about that. So for complicated projects... You might want to try things like, you know, Jeff Bezos opens his meetings at Amazon with quiet time. You know, they hand out materials to be read and they'll spend the first 30 minutes reading the materials handed out. He doesn't assume people have read the material ahead of time because people don't. So it's like we're all going to come in together, we're going to read this memo, review these slides, then have a meaningful discussion. For smaller, less complicated projects, If you need a meeting at all, it's the facilitator's job to move things along and to make sure adequate amount of time is being spent on each issue. Fourth problem, meetings are often just scheduled at the wrong time. I mean, meetings break up the day in very illogical ways, random ways. So they interfere with our flow state or our peak concentration time. And this is a big problem for knowledge workers, you know, people like computer programmers, software engineers who, you know, get really productive when they're in the zone, you know, when they're wired in. You interrupt that, it takes them a long time to get back into that flow state. So a fix for that is to just block off certain times as meeting free, you know, no meeting times Dustin Moskovitz co-founder of Facebook and uh, uh, founder of the team productivity app Asana. You know, he told me he says pick one day a week that you and your team can focus on getting individual work done without any interruptions like meetings at Asana. We have no meeting Wednesdays. Uh, my friend Kate, CEO of Aria healthcare hospital chain outside of Philadelphia here. She has no meeting Fridays, one day a week where there are no meetings. I just spoke to Rory Vaden. You might know Rory, great um, time management guru, great public speaker, podcaster, runs a big company, like a hundred person plus company um, down south of me, I think down in Florida area. I could be getting that wrong, Rory. Sorry about that. And he laughed when I told him about no meeting Fridays. He said, we have uh, only meetings on Monday, Monday meetings. After that, there are no meetings held Tuesday through Friday. So pick a time, even if it's just the mornings, no meetings. So everybody can get into the zone. And finally, problem number five, the wrong people dominate meetings, you know, by their nature, the overconfident people, the extroverts, the optimists they tend to dominate communication in a meeting at the expense of others who might be more knowledgeable, who might have better advice or better ideas, but they're less inclined to share out in a meeting format. Now, this is tough. It goes back to the role of the meeting facilitator. If, a participa- if one participant begins to dominate a meeting, that facilitator needs to sort of interrupt and, and rein that person in. It's also up to the facilitator to call out you know, the quieter people, Hey, Kevin, I know you've been really quiet through this whole meeting. We'd all really like to know, you know, what you're thinking about, or what do you think about this idea? You've been kind of quiet today. That takes some skillful facilitation, but that's how you solve that problem. So how can you apply this? Like, what can you do with this today right away? Well, first you can fight the power (laughs) to, um, horribly misuse lyrics from public enemy. Fight the power, fight the meetings, be the change you want to see in your own company. So even if you're not the boss, you don't have the power, you know, don't by default say yes to every meeting that you're invited to. You know, try to get out of meetings, say no. If someone's inviting you that you can't say no to, Say no delicately, like, oh, that meeting, um, you know, I was scheduled to work on that other project. Is the meeting really important or can Linda take some notes and brief me afterwards? Just by going into the default mode of instead of always saying yes, try to get out of it or say no if you can uh, do that. Now, if you are the power, (laughs) if you are the man, then immediately think, like, listen, okay. Maybe I don't have the power to ban meetings Tuesday through Friday, but can at least for your direct reports, your own team members, can you let them know like, Hey guys, most of us are mentally sharpest in the morning, you know, before noon. So let's all agree that unless it's really important, let's not schedule meetings or call for meetings, you know, before noon, let's do our important brain work before lunch. And any meetings and things that aren't going to be as taxing in the afternoon or, Hey guys, let's try to make sure we leave the last day of the week, Friday meeting free so we can catch up on our tasks and our to do's and have a, a less stressful weekend. At least you can do that. And if you are the man, you are the power start your meetings on time in them early and be an active facilitator in them. So, We covered a lot, and as usual, you don't have to remember it all because I've got a one-page, ready-to-print poster called Maximize Your Meetings. All you need to do is download it, print it out, tape it up on your conference room door, hand it out to your direct reports, email blast a thousand people in your company. Man, I would love it if you would do that. I would bribe you to do that. All you need to do to get this thing, Maximize Your Meetings, Just text the word achieve to the number 44222. Make sure you subscribe to the Extreme Productivity Podcast in iTunes or Stitcher because you don't want to miss the next episode. I've been talking about it as a giveaway, but I'm going to walk through it. The next episode, I'm going to talk about how millionaires schedule their day. Until next week, remember, master your minutes to master your life. Hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to love the LeadX Academy at leadx.org. If you didn't know, LeadX is actually my company, and we have dozens of video-based courses that are designed to help you to achieve your full potential. And I personally teach you courses via video, like how to cure procrastination, how to stop time thieves, how to cut your email inbox traffic in half, how to get to inbox zero with the 4D habit, how to minimize your meeting time, and how to maximize your focus and energy, and so much more. And every month, we're adding new courses, new webinars, and new resources. You could check it all out, no cost. There's a free trial at leadex.org. Until next week, remember, we all have the same 1,440 minutes a day. Master your minutes to master your life.